Welcome to D-Comedy, our rewatch, review, whatever you want to call it podcast. This month, your D-Commentators are me, Lucas. And me, Emma. And we're here today to talk about the classic... Well, here's the thing. Normally, when it's a recent movie, I put air quotes around classic, but I can also put air quotes around Disney, Disney Channel, Channel original, original movie, movie, Tangled Before Ever After. Which is just a nothing burger it's of a title. N- it's nothing, because like... <laughs> Which they're trying to sandwich this in before a short that they Yeah, they did? made, because they made Tangled, right? And Great then, film. We all, we know it. We love it. And then they made... Tangled Luke, ever after. Ever after, which is how they get married. And it was like... And then they were like, <laughs> we want to squeeze even more juice out of this IP, so we're going to make... A series in between, between those that movie and the short, which is like so annoying because it's like this was such good IP and like mm-hmm. that's what makes this frustrating to me because I love these characters. I do too. Why didn't they just make a fucking sequel? Like 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 instead of these little like half-assed like, well, like I, a short and then a series. Like who the fuck wants this? I want to just give me a full single sequel. Well, because I think what it is is that I think Disney's really gotten out of the sequel way, and it was only when Frozen came out and took over the entire planet that they were like, okay, this is worth maybe getting a sequel because I think after the nightmare of the 2000s where every sequel was a direct-to-video nothing also actually there are some weird comparisons to be made to this film and movies like that which I'll talk about but direct-to-video nothing burger movies I think they were kind of like okay we're just gonna release big budget animated movies like we always have we'll make a crap ton out of the merchandise and all that stuff and then that's it like we're not going to do anything more. Lord knows we're not going to integrate them into like, our then, theme parks. And, well, they we'll, won't give us a tangled ride. At least give us bathrooms. We have to go us, shit in the kingdom that, of Corona. Was that in Disney World or Disneyland? It's in Disney World. Disney World, the yeah. Tangled bathrooms. I have been to the tangled bathrooms. So have I. They're I, lovely. They are lovely. They're very nice bathrooms. <laughs> but I just couldn't remember. I take, like, photos by those bathrooms. Well, yeah, because they're very well themed. But it's like, I, I want to ride with Flynn Rider, not piss on his face. <laughs> um... But yeah, so that's what this movie is. And um, I, I, we should preface this by saying I have not seen any of the show. I Me that, this, that this is kicking off. I didn't I've, even know it was a show I've until heard I Googled it. I've heard it's pretty good. I've, I've heard it's pretty good. I'm not here to criticize that. But the thing is, we would not be talking about this because this is just straight up the premiere of it's the, the show. It's the premiere of the it's show. The it's first an hour-long It's premiere. the first two episodes of the show that they sandwiched together, packaged, and were like, I know how to get to this more key value. Let's call it a Disney Channel original movie. But it's not. It's not. And I don't like being tricked. I don't like being tricked either. And it's not. And I will give them I will say... I, I wanted to discount this one by just being a marketing thing. They just marketed it as the Channel original movie. It opens saying, saying a Disney Channel also original movie. Also, fuck off. Like, I would be fine if this was queuing up the show. Like, if it was, like, starting something to queue up the show. I would be fine with that. But this should be a standalone work. Like, why? Like, you can't leave threads untied. Mm-hmm. Like, if they had wrapped up the whole mystery and then been like, she's going to go on more adventures, I would have been fine. But this is not, it's not a standalone work. It's not it self-contained. Answer, it doesn't answer the questions it posits. No. Which it, is frustrating. It just, it like, it is all set up. It is, there is a very small plot that runs throughout it but otherwise it is just setting up everything for the show let's get into it let's get into it here's well here's what i'll say it is only an hour long so there's probably gonna be a shorter episode other thing we do have a bit of decom news 
which is so upside down magic came out which was the new disney channel original movie haven't watched it yet we will eventually um but they just announced that they are working on a new one called spin starring i apologize in advance to this woman avantika vandanapu um which will be directed again apologies in advance by Manjari Makajani. It is beginning production where else but Toronto, where they film 90% of these things. Um, and it's supposed to premiere next year. And here we have a little uh, snippet of what it's going to be about. Spin follows the effervescent 15-year-old Rhea Kumar, played by uh, Avantika, uh, who lives with her tight-knit multi-generational family after her mother's death. So we're still doing that. Still doing that. It, that is, listen, okay? Like, there is... A few things in this life that we can... There's traditions we cannot abandon. And killing <laughs> parents on the Disney Channel is something that we cannot leave behind. Mm-hmm. Can't leave that. And especially can't, can't leave behind this other part of the sentence, which is, after her mother's death, she has been her father's emotional rock at the tender age of 15. Sounds like a, <laughs> Sounds a heavy, healthy. Heavy. Sounds healthy. And her life revolves around her family's restaurant, her eclectic group, group of friends, and her after-school coding club. Sure. Cur- sure. All that sounds nice. And here's, and here's the twist or the spin I'll, I'll let I'm you know. I'm scared. Everything changes when she falls for aspiring DJ Max. No. <laughs> and, I'm out. And a long lost passion for music is reignited. Rhea discovers that she has a natural gift for creating beats and nope. producing music that blends her Indian heritage, but must find the courage to follow her true inner talent. Is Max white? Because I hate him I, already. I can't. I doesn't. Uh, this sounds like a white man with a computer by. who says he's a DJ and I am already. I got to shiver down my spine. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. I mean, on one hand, it's cool that they're shining the spotlight being like, oh, this is about Indian heritage and family. And all I stuff. love that. I love that. But then it's like, but we gotta throw DJ. We gotta mix beats. Is <laughs> this gotta... a classic? Is this gonna be a classic decom where they're like seven years too late? Or oh something, yeah, yeah. And they're I mean, like, they always are. And they're like, let's do DJing now, mm-hmm. and it's gonna be like Radio Rebel where there's like teens with boomboxes, and it's like <laughs> nobody does that no, anymore. You're still here. Like we're so far past that. Um, but yeah, this sounds sounds kind of neat. We'll see how big of a train wreck it is when it comes out. We said. To be fair, we said Zombies was going to be a train wreck, and Emma turned out loving that. I absolutely I thought it was not very good. But let's get into the movie. So, we start off with a recap of the film Tangled. Keep in mind, guys, if, like, we shit on this, like, I want you guys to know, like, Tangled is one of my favorite Disney movies. Like, it's probably, she is probably, like, she is the Disney princess I identify with most, besides probably Belle. I love Tangled. I watch it all the time. When I got my wisdom teeth out and I was high on drugs, I cried mercilessly in the car until my parents got me tangled until they like purchased it somehow for me to watch it Hang and on, we didn't important. own it i don't think important note how old were you i was in college okay great and i don't really that. know how we they got it for me but i would not watch anything else while i ate my mac and cheese like with my like bleeding gums like i love tangled i think it's an amazing movie i think mandy moore is a gift that we don't deserve flynn rider is the hottest disney guy i think bar none <sighs> do you have an opinion on that luke would uh, you like to say who you I, think is hotter yeah i'd give it to prince eric probably i no. think i think he land has, man who I doesn't think, even listen to women talk i think he has a, i think he has a suaveness about him that i appreciate flynn rider or um prince charming but in cinderella 3 where he's like the biggest himbo in the world where he's just a massive idiot that's and that's why we don't let men talk ladies because they <laughs> have wrong opinions. Have you seen Cinderella 3? Talk to every woman alive about what it is that Flynn Rider has. And it is everything. It's the personality. It's the sarcasm. Absolutely. It's it's, he's got it 
all going on. Listen, I love Flynn Rider. Do I get me wrong? He is one of the great Disney male characters. I was just saying on a pure attractiveness scale, I don't know if I'd put him there. That being I'm said- I'm not saying attractiveness. I'm saying hot, all wrapped up in the package. Personality, looks, okay. flair, who you are most attracted to is Flynn Rider. Because girls love a bad boy with a heart of gold. <laughs> that is Flynn Rider. Although, again, his name is not Flynn Rider. It's and Eugene I will Fitzgerald. refer to him as Flynn Rider I will, I also, entire podcast. I also only refer to him as Flynn Rider in my they notes. They kept calling him Eugene, and I just kept writing Flynn. Uh, yeah, it's the same. Because it's just a cool name. Um, but so, uh, yeah, Flynn is narrating a drawing of the events of Tangled. If you haven't watched Tangled. You gotta probably do you, that. Yeah, I would fix that. Not even just to watch this, ep- this listen to this episode, just to... In general. In general, watch Tangled. It's a good movie. It's a and great movie. They also, what's weird though, is they do, I feel like they skip a lot of stuff. Like, it's a very bare bones well, they're summary. assuming you saw Tangled. They are. If you're fucking jumping in at Tangled before, ever, after, I'm hoping you saw Tangled. True. Why else are you watching um, this? But they immediately let us know that we are in the kingdom of Corona. How bleak, I wrote. Which, yeah. <laughs> so they, they did say, I, it was my understanding that the fact that the kingdom in the movie was called Corona was only addressed in ancillary materials, because it's never addressed in the movie. But then, as they're they say it all lot, the time in this lot. movie. And I was just like, this is unfortunate in the time we it live in. Different. <laughs> it, it hits, hits different. It hits different. Especially because like, her whole thing is like being in isolation, like locked up. And I'm yeah, like, this a little bit. is it's, hitting different. It's a weird, it was a weirdly prescient pick, am I must say, for this month. Um, I'm really glad, though, that in this uh, recap, they called out one of my biggest problems with the actual movie Tangled. The fucking chop job of a haircut he gives her when he cuts her hair. It is... I've seen so many TikToks about this, like, and it's like things you think that only bother you that actually bothered everyone were in the movie when he cuts her hair. He cuts it so fucking short. And it's so ugly. Like, it sticks out at all these crazy angles. And I was like... And he makes a joke in the oh, in the opening here of, like, the most the world's most overly dramatic haircut yes. like yes you cut it you didn't have to cut it that short that. also my point my point with that which is i brought this up to emma before which is that there is a massive plot hole entangled if you think about it which is that he cuts her hair before she heals him and saves his life and then so he dies and then she like cries tears that bring him back to life which makes no sense that's not how the magic works she could have just healed him and then he cut her hair and it would have been the same thing and it would have made more sense okay but that's my grips tangled we don't need to get into him here great great film so we find out that um rapunzel is getting crowned princess which immediately didn't make sense to me i assumed you just were a a princess why is there a coronation why is there a coronation on one hand i like it because it kind of picks up something left in the movie which is that like there was so much importance put on the princess's crown that it was just a crown sitting there like and they had people guarding it because the princess has been missing for 18 years and so they were like okay when she comes back they're gonna have a big thing because they can finally give her a crown but they don't say that. They just say like, "Oh, she's getting crowned a princess." I was like, "Yeah, because she, she is. She is a princess. She's your kid." Like, also, what? like there'd be a coronation when like a princess becomes a queen. But like, why? I, exactly. I don't know. No, I, I don't yeah. Know. And then they openly address in this opening, like we said, that it takes place before the short that they already made. Yes. And I think they say it's like six months before, like the six months to getting to us getting married was They're crazy, crazy times, crazy times. It's just sweaty. Do you know like when something's just like sweaty? Like they're working too hard to explain a timeline. Yeah. Which is like you can feel the sweat of they're like fuck we back ourselves into a corner here with this short and now we gotta like explain where this is taking place and i can just feel the sweat dripping off of this hard working like exposition part 
Please see Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. I was just gonna say that. I was gonna um, say that. But so something that I noticed immediately with this narration is Zachary Levi, as we said, Flynn Rider, fantastic. A, a fantastic. He melts back into this role. He's also just so genuinely funny. He's like, killing it. On whoever all writes for him, and then like, plus his like info, like he like. Like, this is a dumb, fake Disney Channel original movie. I got genuine chuckles out of this. Oh, yeah. Only because of him. Zachary Levi is the best part of the movie. He's really the best part of the movie. I think Mandy Moore, I think it goes way later, but she's a little rough in this early performance and getting back. It goes way later. But But Zachary Levi just You know where Mandy Moore thrives? If if Zachary Levi is giving us the humor, Mandy Moore's got that sweet voice like butter. (laughs) When she starts singing, my heart starts singing with her. I love it. Uh, Because I literally, one of my notes here is, OMG, it's a musical. Is it? Because there's only like three songs and one of them's a reprise of another one. It's a musical. (laughs) It's an hour long musical, I guess. But yeah, so we go into a song that's very on the nose, which is about like, uh, okay, well, we should get into what they're actually doing. Flynn and Rapunzel are doing like a horse race. They're running away from Castle Guards, which is like a t- toss back to the original Tangled mm-hmm. when they're constantly being chased by like Maximus, the horse, and mm-hmm. whatever. And they're running away and they're, they're racing to the wall that, that like... Of the border, border of, of Corona, Corona, the kingdom. And we realize soon it's just like a game they're playing. Like, cause, like they, It's a race. Yeah, it's like a race. And the, the, their guards are chasing them for fun. And mm-hmm. it's like something they do, which is like a cute callback to like their adventures together. I am not obsessed with this animation style, but I did like that they fixed her fucking hair. At least they combed it down. Like it's still that short and I don't mind it being brown, but fucking run a brush through it, which they did. Thank God. I said the same thing. Her short hair does look better it in this animation better. style. But yeah, so this is 2D animation. Uh, it's not like CG like the movie was. Overall, I think it's fine. I think it stumbles a little bit towards the end when we get there. I'll talk about it. But overall, I think it suits the story they're trying to tell okay. And yeah, I think the character designs really work the best. I love her little freckles. They're yeah, she, lo- she looks great. Flynn looks good. But yeah, so she they go to the wall of the kingdom. That she climbs it, looks out, and she's like, oh, great. And she, like, look, the guards are like, hey, all right, we got to go back to the castle. It's time for... I did note here why she's still laughing barefoot, which they will address. Because that was a thing throughout... She just loves to be barefoot. That was a thing throughout all... It's like she's, like, a Venice Beach mom. But, like, literally throughout all of the movie, the original movie, she's barefoot because she Mm -hmm. was, like, trapped in a tower and obviously didn't have shoes because she didn't go anywhere. But she's been home for months and she's on this tower just fucking... She's riding a horse barefoot. That's true. Assuming. mm -hmm. Although, I don't know how much, like... Well, is she... No, Flynn's riding Max. She has another. Horse. She has another brown horse whose name is like. It's a girl. It's a girl, and I forget. It's Fidella, I think. Yeah, but like also they like talk about shit they set up that they don't fucking follow through on. Max had a crush on her horse, and I literally wrote a note. I'm all queued up for this horse romance. I am queued up for the horse romance as well, but I guess we gotta watch the show. Also, quick note on Max. Max, in my opinion, is one of the great Disney animal characters. He's amazing, and I feel like he gets really sidelined in this movie. But he is one of the best parts of the original Tangled. One of the Tangled. best parts of the original Tangled is that Flynn Rider and Max almost have like a Turner and Hooch buddy kind of thing happening. Where they're like friends, but like enemies, and they have like riffing, even though the horse never fucking talks. It's a great. Okay, well, I, I don't know. I wouldn't say Tur- Hooch doesn't talk in Turner and Hooch. I was just saying like buddy comedy animal in yes, person. Yes, and I'm like, yes. they somehow do the Turner and Hooch thing where it's like they're like buddies and partners, but like they, there's, they, they riff on each yeah, other. They can't, but they the can't horse stand never each talks. Other. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it works it does work but yeah she climbs the top of the wall max gets sidelined but pascal has a great showing in this pascal has a lot of showing which i to be fair i did feel like we didn't see a lot of pascal in the movie itself i just felt like we'd always cut to pascal when we needed some light comedy and then back to the actual story 
Um, but yeah, she comes out of the wall and is like, oh, look at how beautiful it is out here. I'm going to go there someday. And they're like, nope, back to the castle. And she's then like, Then the music starts. Then the music starts. It's, it's, a, the song's a little on the nose for me. Cause it's like, <laughs> literally like, man, being a princess sure is different. That was what I didn't like about this movie. Um, I don't know if it's the current, um, sociopolitical climate. I don't like people complaining about being rich and privileged. <laughs> um, I don't like people complaining about being a princess. I don't love that energy. I, I, I swing around on it throughout this movie, but it's it's like I don't like I guess her her the the sentiment of this song is like is this what happily ever after is really right. like, this is what happens after the end credits roll it's beautiful her voice is beautiful she's kind of walking through the the palace and stuff she's um, walking like the main city that we see in the movie this is when like, we, all the... we meet her lady in waiting yeah who calls her rap she calls I wrote that down too she's like all right raps let's go and I was like what did you just say what? Uh, but yeah, that's Cassandra. And I want to make a note here about something. Cassandra is a woman with very dark hair. This will be important later on. Because Did you think she was the villain? She was, I, the entire movie, we'll get there in a second, I thought she, she was, was the, the bad villain, guy. Which would have been a great twist. Not really, because it was so cute. Obvious. <laughs> it was so obvious. But then that's not what it is. I straight up lost my mind when that didn't happen. Yeah, we'll get we'll get exactly why in a second. So she sings the song about like, oh, I have to see all these commoners, and it's like, but also the guards and ma ma. Um, Flynn also sings a little bit of the this song. This is the, the, his, a great part for him where he goes, helmet, my man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because also there's, uh, we also see all the mercenaries who helped save her life, save her life in the original movie, which are, in my opinion, some of the best parts of that the movie. The Snuggly Duckling guys. The Snuggly Duckling guys who don't show up anywhere else. That's I was so crime. bummed. Like, they're great. Um, but yeah, he sings the whole thing about, like, he's going to, so the coronation is this whole weekend. He's going to propose to Rapunzel. That they get married during the coronation to make her happy and he like shows the ring and all the guys are like, oh, lovely, great. I liked this juxtaposition here because she's kind of singing like, fuck, like this is what my life is now. Or like not fuck, but like, okay, this I guess this is what happily ever after is. The, there's like a verse from the dad actually who has a big role in this. This yeah. zaddy. Uh, this bearded <laughs> <What>? zaddy. <laughs> her parents are hot. Both of them are very attractive and young looking. Yeah, um, th- that's okay. This is my problem with this. They look the same age they were when she disappeared. Here. Exactly. Number one. Number two. I think one of the best parts of the original Tangled is the fact that the parents don't talk, and all of the emotion that they have to convey is done through the animation. Like you can just see, and the lighting. Like you can just see how sad these people are that their daughter's been taken, and like the turmoil, and like the wife is dying, and all that stuff. It's really good. So I was very like. Oh, I kind of don't think they should talk, but admittedly, what else are you going to do on that one? I, you he, know. He, I just don't think what he has to do is. Uh, Sing. I, I, he okay. doesn't. His. <laughs> like, okay. Clancy Brown. I love Clancy Brown. He's one of the most amazing voice actors and actors in general. I love him. He's not a singer necessarily, but he just goes full Pierce Brosnan and Mamma Mia yeah. and just freaking goes for it. I also was going to say, I don't really think they give him a lot to do except for be t- King Triton light of like protect my yes. daughter and then come around on like letting her have be freer, which is just like boring. And it was done in 1989. You know what I mean? Like, well, I think my, my thing with this, and I want to give this movie some credit and some crap, which is I think in general, the conflicts that are proposed 
that the characters are facing work because they feel like evolutions from the movie. Yes, yes. Like, obviously, yeah, I think it makes sense that the dad would be really protective of Rapunzel because she got kidnapped. By the end, I'm like, these people both have PTSD. When they (laughs) show the flashback of, like, her being stolen and him, like, freaking out, I'm like, okay, I actually understand where he's coming from. Mm -hmm. Like, and then also, like, you understand where she's coming from. Like, oh, yeah, she was locked up for, like, 18 years of her life. Exactly. I kind of get, I'm like, these people are both very damaged. (laughs) Yeah, and, like, so that's the thing. And Rapunzel's whole thing, as we'll get into, is that like she loves being in the castle with her family and her friends and all that stuff but she wants to go out and see the world because she was trapped in a tower for 18 years she was waiting for her life to begin, to begin. would have um, loved a reprise of that fucking and, and and uh even though even though this is the life that she was kind of expecting it's not necessarily the one she wants she wants to go out see the world but her dad doesn't want her to do that flynn just wants to marry her uh, no i love this little eugene song what i was saying is like there's a juxtaposition because she's like what okay i guess this is what my life is now and flynn's just fucking thriving because he's in the yes. lap of luxury and he's someone who's never had money was an orphan like never came from anything mm-hmm. so he's like i'm fucking killing look at my outfits look I'm at my hair so happy he's gonna eating like pastries i love that juxtaposition of like and then you under all you understand where he's coming from too he's never been comfortable mm-hmm. and he's finally comfortable in one place but my problem is is they didn't go far enough with that with flynn is that like he's living it up in the castle and here's something that drove me mad we can get into it here Everybody hates Flynn Rider for no, no ostensible reason. reason. The dad hates I Flynn Rider because Sandra think hates he's Flynn like Rider. A smart-mouthed goofball. Like, he's right. a smart mouth, like, a but little bit. But he loves Rapunzel so much. Like, that is my favorite part of this film, by the way, is just how much Flynn Rider loves Rapunzel. Every conversation where he's just like, listen, I just love you so much. I want to be with you. Like, you're my everything. And all that stuff. It works so well. I, and, like, I really do like, though, I know, like, it's for no reason, but I love the the fucking barbs between Cassandra and him are really fucking They funny. are good. They're pretty <laughs> when good. They're making, when they're, like, making fun of each other, I actually yeah, like Yeah, we'll it. get more into Cassandra later. That that was crazy. Yeah, I, okay, okay. <laughs> Wait, what was crazy? The like, fact that she she's, not, she's not the villain. I know, I know. They were just like, I can't. Just, okay, 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 okay. But everybody hates Flynn Rider, right? And I was waiting for them to be like, it's because he's just like a sponge. He's just sitting in the castle, eating all the food, like enjoying all of the high life. And is, hasn't done anything. I mean, he did save their daughter's life, so you'd expect a little bit of gratitude there. But like, they—I guess they don't want to make Flynn a full jerk in that regard. They don't want to they make him to, too unlikable because he's because. And I—I I don't fully understand this term, so I apologize if I'm using it wrong. He simp's Rapunzel so yeah, hard. Yeah. He's the biggest Rapunzel simp, and I love it. Like, so I just don't. So I was kind of waiting for that turn of everyone just being like, "Yeah, go eat more food and like." Or relax I was more, waiting for him to have to prove himself. Yeah. A little bit. A little to bit. To their parents, even though I feel like he kind of did with the whole thing. <laughs> He did save her life. He did save her life and brought brought her back. But... Then we go to this Templeton-looking motherfucker. There's a rat, and he is running through the gutter, and he goes down, 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 underneath the sores of Corona. And I said, here, we're in a villain layer. And I, mm-hmm. I said to myself, good, there's an actual villain. Yeah. I thought this was going to be one of those sequels, like a Zombies 2, where it's just like about the two leads that love each other breaking up, and then or her one of the, her being her just complaining, and then or, finding her purpose. Or it was going to be Mother Gothel's ghost yeah, or like, something. Yeah, yeah. Like, or like Mother Gothel's dog. I don't know what it was, but I was like, I was like good, there's an actual villain. What? We'll get there in a second. What the fuck? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, this there's a kid putting up posters that it's Coronation Day and a rat steals one and takes it down to an underground villain layer in the sewers, right? And there's this creepy uh, looking dude in like an overcoat and he's like, like Igor looking. Yeah, his name Rocky is, Horror. His name is Pocket, which is weird. I didn't catch that till the last five minutes. Well, that's the only no, the only thing. Okay, 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 um, but he's like, oh, Lady, Lady Kane. Kane, which is an amazing villain name. Great name, Lady Kane. 
uh, Coronation Day is happening, and we just see this woman. She's got a tattoo on her arm, and we just see dark hair. We don't see her face. And I was like, I was like, and so I was like, oh, so that's Cassandra. Yeah, I was yeah, like, that's Cassandra. That's the, She's infiltrated the palace. She and the reason they're not showing us Lady Kane's face is because it's Cassandra. Yes, that'll be a very interesting reveal yes, later on. Yes. That is, Lady Kane is a totally independent character. Character. Totally different. And it's crazy, and I think what actually happened here, to be quite honest, is, like, the reason that I especially double down on that theory that Lady Kane is Cassandra is because, like, Cassandra is, like, a bitch and dark mm-hmm. and, like, then is, like, taking Rapunzel to danger, but also because yeah, they were cue- have ulterior motives. They were cueing her up so much, like, talking about who her dad was. Like, they were giving her so much backstory, and I was like, why else would we be focusing on this person? And I think what actually was happening was they were just setting her up to be a character in the show universe. They were adding her to this roster when I thought they were setting her up to be the villain of the movie. So you're right, because quick spoiler alert for Tangled the series. If you haven't watched it, I'm going to spoil something. I did. I haven't watched any of Tangled the show, but I did some Googling. Cassandra is Mother Gothel's biological child. Absolutely not. Stop the podcast. She is. She looks like her. She is Mother Gothel's biological daughter who she abandoned when she kidnapped Rapunzel. And then the captain of the guard adopted her. Yeah, she's Mother Gothel's daughter, which is a wild turn. Does she know she's Mother Gothel? I don't. Has she been out to hurt Rapunzel this whole time? Because she seems sinister. I couldn't tell from what I, the Wikipedia article I read. But she absolutely seems like she has ulterior motives. Yes. Like she is trying to lead Rapunzel into danger or something like that. I don't know what's going on with her. But like otherwise, yeah, she's just a cool character that they made for the show. Like it's fucking. But yeah, La- Lady Kane's like, cool, we're gonna get that Rapunzel. Man, I'm the But we still villain. don't see her face. We don't see we her face. We never see her face. For no goddamn reason. But she says something, it's time to go pay our favorite royals a visit. That's what is she the, says. What the That's line. the line, thank you. So then there's like this thing where they need to welcome all of the visiting royals to her coronation and so she's like standing in front of the castle and they all roll up in cat in carriages and she like gives the first lady like a big bear hug and they're like uh honey it's just like a it's like a little vignette to show that she's like not like royal like yeah she just doesn't know how to behave she's not prim and proper because she was locked up like a wild animal for 18 years so she's like giving people bear hugs and like you know can i call you jimmy and like she's Mm -hmm. just very casual and informal and then like a woman gets out with like a giant like buffon like marie antoinette wig which is something that i'm going to reference later but is this supposed to be in like france-esque country okay yeah because they use french later they do and I was like, is, is French, does France exist? Because I know like some stuff like, obviously like Arendelle is not a real country, but you can tell it is supposed to be Nordic exactly, in a way. Yeah. I had never pegged this as, this is the same thing, it's not a real country, but I did not peg it to be France. Yeah. It doesn't look like If French. anything, I would have maybe said Spain, kind of. Yes. Because I, like, of the, uh, the guard uh, uniforms are very Spanish, yeah. I feel I would like. Ma- I guess maybe, maybe, maybe the south of France, where it's warmer and sunnier. Yeah, but I can that's see that. the only, th- that's it. I was picturing Spain as well. Yeah. So yeah, there's the old lady, there's the general guy she wants to call Jimmy, um, and then the, the a, girl, lady. A duchess. Duchess in the wig, and she makes fun of Rapunzel for not wearing shoes, which, like, Okay, a part of this, you got to put this on the parents. Well, then also, the, I saw those three bitches, those maids, were getting it ready in that yeah. song. Were, no one gave her shoes? No one gave her shoes. No one apparently, again, you know, maybe throw this in front of her, be like, hey, by the way, you know, like. Just put on some shoes. Put on some shoes. You know, just shake their hands and say, it's a delight. It's lovely to see you. Something like that. Don't walk up and be like, ah. 
don't like, know why, again, no one's teaching her the rules. No, yeah, no one's going over anything. And, like, Flynn is there. And, and she's, like, watching. watching. And he, like, waves to her. And the dad, like, scowls. And this is where I was like, does everybody, everybody hate Flynn it. for no, some reason? You know, the guy that saved your daughter's life. Yeah. But whatever. You know, whatever. It's cool. So that happens. And she obviously is feeling very uh, insecure about herself. And this her is, place in the world. And so she's on a boat with Flynn. Because it, because where do you go when you're Rapunzel and you're unsure about your future? You go on a boat. Boat with <laughs> Flynn. And he's just kind of like, maybe we like kind of like being sweet, but like, you know, like, maybe we learn bear hugs aren't for like royal formal occasions. And like supporting her again, simping for her hard. And so there, And you can tell he's about to propose and like whip out that ring, but Cassandra interrupts him. And this is where I wrote, God, it's so obvious Cassandra is the villain. Like I literally yeah. was... Well, I disagree. I didn't think that he was about to propose. There's a weird thing in this movie where they keep baiting that they're going to kiss. And I was like, guys, they already kissed in the movie yes. themselves. But like, very it intimately. It happens like five times where they like lean in for a kiss and then someone's like, nope, not yet. And I'm just like, what? We, there's no buildup here. We already know that they're in love and they've kissed. Like, we don't need to do this. Uh, but this is also the scene where he says, like I was saying, that he's just like, listen, I love living in the palace. I love having everything I could ever want because I haven't. I've never had that before. But... The thing that really makes me happy is you. So as long as I, you and I are together, I'm cool with whatever. Is this where he says, it was just like a legit good joke that made me laugh, where he was like, he was like, I'm like, we're like, got a great spot here, unless you want to rent, which like, I asked. <laughs> So he's like, doesn't seem really like really financially. Yeah, I think that was here. I started lolling at that. I was like, that's just good. That is good. Um, I also think it's here or maybe later. Flynn also isn't a huge part of this movie. He, so his scenes kind of all jumbled together in my brain. But she basically tells him, like, I'm kind of feeling very cramped and cluttered being stuck in the castle all day. And he's like, listen, I've been all around the world. Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it all. And let me trust. Let me trust me on this. Nothing is better than what we got here. Being with our friends and family and your parents, like your parents and all that stuff and having everything you want is amazing and I love it, but I love you more. I'm pretty sure that that's the scene. But yeah, Cassandra shows up. Which is takes, a good point. Is a good I point. think that's a good point. It's like, I get it. He has seen the world. She has barely seen anything. Right. So they're coming from two totally different perspectives. Exactly. And yeah, Cassandra steals Rapunzel away and then like knocks the boat over because again, everybody hates Eugene for, <laughs> for no, no reason. reason. Cassandra's just like a bitch i kind of love it yeah i kind of love her energy yeah, but like a bad bitch yeah like, yeah like she just doesn't take guff so to the next day she finally gets some downtime because she told her dad that she wanted some time she gets a morning off she gets a morning off from princess stuff and he, she's like i want to go down to the village and like mingle with people you know and the dad was like sure whatever but he crams a bunch of it's like the thing that you see, like, the, like it's a starstruck thing of, like, the dangers of being a celebrity is that then, like, you have, like, a million security guards following you and, like, you know what I'm saying? Did that, that, that did happen in Starstruck. No, I'm just saying, like, the fucking trope of, like, people complaining about being a celebrity is, like, you have no freedom. Like, yes. the paparazzi are following, there's a million security guards, so you, you can't actually, they don't every let her food feel. item, like, they, like, someone hands her a cupcake and one of the guards, like, mm-hmm. smushes it because he needs to make sure there's not, like, poison in it. Because yeah. it's, like, and so it's, like, her morning off isn't what she thought it would be because, like, she's, she's not a normal person anymore. She's exactly. a princess and she has to be protected. Yeah, she doesn't, she can't feel like a normal person. Although I will say some of the humor they do with the guards in the scene was pretty good. Like people like go to like shake her hand and they just like smack their hands with it. It's like no, and uh, like they crush her in like shoulder to shoulder. It was it was all right, but it, it went on a little long for me. So then like after her kind of disappointing day being in town, we cut back into her room, which I think there is kind of a weird. And this might be me reading too much into it, but I think there's kind of um, a symmetry that they're trying to strike where you look at her room and it looks 
almost like the shocking, tower. She shockingly was, like the and tower. And I think that's where maybe I know like okay, like I kind of get this now. Like she was literally locked up. They're literally triggering her PTSD. Yeah, of, it's like, like it's her like trauma. Yeah, it's like a big circular room, just like the tower was. And so I was like, that's pretty good. And she's just like, man, that kind of sucked. I wasn't a big fan of that because of all the guards. And Cassandra's like, hey, if you want. I can sneak you out. And I was like, don't do it. And I was like, yeah, so you're the villain. You're the villain. villain. The the way you're saying this is so sinister. Sinister. Because like up to this point, she seemed like 100% on level. Like, oh, I follow what the king does. And then she like turns and she's like, I can get you past the walls. I can get you past the walls. She's hanging at you. It's price. Like it's like it's like it's very mustache twisting all of a sudden. It, there's a weird darkness to it. Like why do you suddenly know how to do this? And she's like, oh well, you know, I, I wouldn't want to do that. Like it's my coronation tonight. Mm-hmm. Thank you, but. No, thank you. So then, like, they have a big dinner in honor of her. Flynn gets put at, like, the kids' table, and Cassandra's like, I handle the seating arrangements. And I was like, why does everyone and, like, Rapunzel's up at, like, the head table, and yeah. Flynn's, like, literally in the back. Yeah, you know, he's literally with the children, like, throwing food around and stuff like that. And I was like, why does everyone hate this it's man? Funny. Um, her and her dad talk a little bit more. Also, this is another thing that I disliked was that they let the parents talk, but the mom gets sidelined until no, like the very end. And comes out of nowhere. Uh, it comes out of nowhere. To, that's the annoying thing is that the mom never speaks except she just lo- looks hot as fuck. She literally looks <laughs> Emma, Rapunzel's age. Emma, why do you want to bone these cartoons? Uh, well, so I bad? don't. Why I are not, they making you want to bone <laughs> these cartoons? Why did they not age the parents at all? The mom looks Rapunzel's yeah, age. Yeah, the parents look so gray at the at the end of Tangled, yeah, and, and they look way they younger than this. And also, like, first of all, like, that's the annoying thing, is that, like, the mom never talks until the very end, and then, like, what she says is supposed to have emotional weight, and I'm like, bitch, you haven't said a word, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, no, I would, yeah, they really threw her aside. I don't know if Julie Bowen, who's the voice, who's the mom from Modern Family. That was Julie Bowen? I believe so, They yes. paid her money to think, do, yeah, say think, those two words? I think so. Um, well, I also think she's the voice in the TV show, but I don't know if she couldn't, was, wasn't available to record for the first she part. She had a Modern but, Family. Modern Family conflict, They were but, shooting. She and her dad talk, and she's like, and he's like, so did you have a nice di- time in the city? And she was like, no, there was a ton of guards. And he was like, well, yeah, obviously there were a ton of guards. Like, what are you mm-hmm. talking about? And she's like, you just don't get it, basically. They're having this conversation, and then Flynn stands up and proposes to Rapunzel. And, like, they do this weird thing where at first it starts out again, lovely, nice. He's simping her so, so hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it turns into this weird thing where he's just like, yeah, I want to live with you here forever. forever. Like, and it's, I think it was just, we're supposed to be seeing it through her eyes for, like, yeah. how it sounds. Like, he's obviously not that creepy, but, like, no. she's having an adverse reaction because she's like, I don't want to be trapped anywhere forever. I already did that shit. Like, I got to yes. get out. And so she, like, is like, oh, hey. I no. can't. And runs and, away. Yeah, runs away. And, like, the dad stands up and just, like, like, stares down Flynn, and he's just like, oh, I really blew it on this one. <laughs> like, that was rough. So she runs to her room, and Cassandra goes with her, and then she's like, you know what? I'll take you up on it. Let's get out of this goddamn yeah. castle. And she's like, freaking finally. So then they, like, climb out of a window, and they go to, like, a room with a chest full of weapons, and she's like, that and, and was I was like, like you're the best! guy she's like and they were like then Rapunzel's just like her Rapunzel's like one of her winning things about her is like her belief in people and her like her naivete like how do you say that word oh I want to get that one naivete yeah I think you got it yeah it's not 
Naivety or naivete, I think, are both acceptable. She's naive, but, like, adorably so. Yes. She, um, this is very true to character, that when this woman whips out a closet full of of weapons, she's like, how do you have all this cool stuff? And and to the movie's credit, they do establish here that uh, Cassandra is the daughter of the captain of the guard. But and I was like, oh, I, and that's when my head started just wrapping my mind up in this coil even further. I was like, the king wronged the head of the guards. There's something, something. happened there, and I was like, we're because, gonna really dig into that. The one scene we saw from Lady Kane is that she hates the royals yes, and hates Rapunzel and hates the king. There's like a photo yeah, yeah. of the king. And so I was like, oh damn, this is like what's going on. And then it goes even further where she puts on like a ranger's outfit. Yeah. But then I was like, okay, so this is your villain outfit. This is, this is, your, this villain is your villain outfit. outfit. And you're about to go put her in danger. So, yeah, something. I mean, Rapunzel just puts on like a big dark cloak and that's it. But and they also tell Pascal that he has to cover for them. Yes, which, you know, <laughs> bulletproof play on that one. He does a pretty good job. He does, he actually does a great job. Because, yeah, so they're getting ready and then we cut to Flynn and he goes to Rapunzel's room to see her and there's like, guards out front. How's he gonna do that? There's guards. This is a great gag. This is, a great this is hilarious. Well, yeah, it's a great gag where, like, they're like, sorry, sir, no one can enter. And he's like, Eugene. And he's like, Hubert, it's me, yeah, Eugene. No. You know who I am. Like, come on. You know I'm. we're in love. But like, it's, like, not, it's not a big deal. Sorry, like, Eugene. Yeah, but the way it gets past him is that Hubert, I think this guy's name, really wants his ascot. His little fluffy fluffy ascot thing that he's wearing for the formal dinner. And like, uh, so Eugene goes in and we we don't see him wearing the thing yet. It's just gone from Flynn's outfit. And Pascal has to like rig up Pascal's on top of a mannequin with yes. like a fake Rapunzel head behind one of those um, changing curtain. Yeah, that curtain. I don't remember what folding you, things that like Rapu- that Cinderella gets changed behind. And remember, yeah, it's and, a very princess. It's a very princess thing. No one has them in real life, and he has like basically made a Rapunzel dummy that he's moving behind it, so it looks like she's standing there, which is really cute. Yeah, <laughs> so it is cute. That's why I wrote I love Pascal when he go turns. It's really cute because um, basically he then sees a fly that he's trying to eat. So as Flynn is talking to this thing, the Rapunzel shadow is like licking a fly no you can't and say then, no to the fly and then the, the the head rolls off and flynn freaks out and then pascal turns bright pink and it's so cute and he's like where's rapunzel and uh, Pascal. well also we should pay some lip service because again it is good flynn stuff where he's just like hey rapunzel i'm so sorry i put you on the spot with rapunzel yeah. that was my bad like you know i just really love you and want to marry you he has some good jokes here too and i was just like i protect this adorable man protect yeah he's him. he's amazing um, and for the record rapunzel when she was talking to cassandra before they left also said she does want to marry flynn she yeah. wasn't saying no because anything about flynn she's just you know feeling very trapped trapped great thank you for that word so he finds pascal out and then she's like okay where the hell is rapunzel and pascal doesn't say but emotes he that he can't. doesn't know because you know he can't talk um emotes that he doesn't know and then flynn's like you realize that we are going to get like beheaded by the king if we yeah, don't. This bright pink. Yeah, if we don't know where Rapunzel is, and uh, Pascal's like, hey. Then there's an amazing joke <laughs> where we go back to the guards, and he's wearing Flynn Rider's fluffy ascot, and he turns to the other guard and he goes, "Listen, I'm aware it's not protocol, Peter. <laughs> yeah, I'm aware it's not protocol, but it really brings out so my mustache." I laughed at that. And it's... then Flynn comes out with Pascal, being like, "Yep, she's gonna, you know, go to bed for now. Doesn't want to be and disturbed. Doesn't want to be disturbed. By the way, Hubert, that looks great. Really brings out your mustache." And then Hubert's just like, "Yes." So then we cut back to the seedy underworld of Corona with this pocket character talking to some other um, roguish types, being like, "Listen." Lady Kane's. Lady Kane's got a plan to really but stick it to the royals. They're like, who's Lady Kane? They don't know. Who yeah, Lady they Kane really is. don't. Know. So it almost plus she's like a mysterious figure who's in disguise and like maybe he's infiltrated the castle. Uh, but he's like basically, yeah. Uh, Lady Kane's got a plan to get back at the royals. It's gonna be sweet. And then like. 
Cassandra takes her to a secret exit to get out of the castle. They leave. Flynn is looking around the castle for Rapunzel, can't find her, but runs into King Frederick, who's her dad. I don't think we've said Didn't his actual name. name. Yeah, because like uh, Lady Kane later on calls him Freddy, and I thought that was funny. He, again, just blatantly hates this man who saved his daughter's life. Yeah. He's like, where's Rapunzel? And she's like, oh, forget in a room. Don't worry about it. She wants to be left alone right now. And he's like, all right, sounds legit. Um, and he's like, by the way, you know, should we talk about the fact that I just tried to propose to your daughter? And he's like, oh, we're going to talk about that much later. Meaning not, not in ever, this movie. Not ever, never. Or not in this movie. Maybe they do in the show. Cassandra and Rapunzel then enter, exit out like a secret tunnel. Yes. And also this is where I made a note like Cassandra. I was like, I know you're evil. She's not. But I was like, mm-hmm. she has great highlights. She has like black hair with gray, like cool, like highlights. She has great hair. Oh yeah. her. I mean, her villain character design, I'm still calling it a villain character design because she's very clearly the villain. She's really hot. Um. Okay. Emma, why are you so attracted Everyone in to this all show of is these hot. cartoons? Everyone in this show is hot. Like, uh, I, I, I'm not getting into it. But so then they appear like on by like the harbor. Uh, Cassandra has an she owl. She has an owl, which come on, that's a villain. Like the I'm owl, gonna... like because like they're trying to escape the castle and get around the guards, and they Cassandra like times it perfectly and knows where the guards are moving. Because and Rapunzel she... goes, "How did you do that?" And she she goes, "I have eyes in the sky." And an owl lands on, and she goes, "Oh my god, you have pet owl, so cool!" And he goes, "What's his name?" And she goes, "Owl." And I was like, <laughs> "Come on." <laughs> No, I disagree. I want the owl to have a fun name. Like, we have Pascal and Max. But I do like that about Cassandra's character. Like, she is a good foil for Rapunzel and that Rapunzel is so, like, like sunshine and rainbows. Yeah. And, like, whimsical and sure. And Cassandra's like, owl. Like, she's owl? very, like, Aubrey Plaza, like, a no Yeah, nonsense, that's a great which is comparison. A, also, there was a very small owl. I said fucking pigeon looking ass. Like, he's, like, a very... I thought the owl would be bigger. It's very tiny. It's a tiny owl. And I will say, it's not necessarily villainous to own an owl, but the fact that, like, she's supposed to be a lady-in-waiting who is and just... She and she secretly has a war chest and an owl. And a secret tunnel out of the palace. And there was, like, the whole thing with the rat bringing Lady Kane the thing. And I was like, she's got animal shit. She's got animals. She's, she's, she's got eyes on the ground. She's like, got eyes she's in the sky. She's got eyes everywhere. Everywhere. Uh, they take the horses they out. They take the horses. Which, you know, which, this which, is what I set up the horse romance that they never fulfilled. Yeah, because she says, Max is there. And she's like, Max, what are you doing here? And she's like, well, once he heard I was sneaking out, he wanted to come along. And I was like, how did the horse hear that you were sneaking around? This palace, number the word one, travels fast. Number two, Max is apparently, they, they touch on this a little bit later, but I'd forgotten about this. He's like the captain of the guard. In yeah, the, he's, he's in charge he's of He's in all charge those... of the guard. Which, here we go. I'm positing a theory here. Oh, Lord. Um, we learned that Cassandra's father is the head of the guards. So is the horse <laughs> Cassandra's I wasn't going to say that. My two guesses on that were... Did Mother Gobble fuck that horse? No, I was going to say, did, did he, the father get turned into a horse or oh something? Oh, my God. Which would have been cool. And that's or, why she has all the animal friends. Or if my better theory was that she was mad at the king for making the horse captain <laughs> of the guard and, and kicking her dad. That out, would... Which is a better... That's kind of like a short little thing where it's like, you had all those kids at the orphanage and you picked the mouse. Which is you a better... You have all those guards, you make the horse the captain. Exactly. Which is better, a better motivation than Lady Kane actually has. We will get into that later. But if she was like, yeah, I'm mad at you because you fired my, my dad, dad and put a horse in charge, that would have been the best character I'm, motivation. He has, a, he has a family support and you're paying a horse? <laughs> in apples? What? Um, okay. I was living on a dirt floor while there's a horse. <laughs> Why is the horse in charge? So, yeah, they get on the horses and they ride to the walls of Cor- of Corona where we were in the beginning. And she takes her over the wall. They have a little, like, montage of, like, 
them exploring. Yeah. There's an explore montage. There's a swamp scene that feels very Princess and the Frog. Did you see that? When they're in the swamp and there's like fireflies everywhere. There's also a scene with the parents, which is where I wrote that he's a bearded zaddy and the mom is super Stop hot. saying uh, that. Uh, but there's a scene with the parents where... Yeah, this is where the mom finally talks, is with to the dad. I didn't even remember that she spoke here. But basically, it's like the dad's like kind of reflecting on his behavior and I was like, am I being too fucking protective? And then you realize, okay, also the dad does have PTSD from his daughter being literally stolen. Yeah, I think and this is the flashback scene. I was like, about. okay, they have, yeah, he has a flashback to her being stolen. And I'm like, okay, gotta get one. They're overprotective. But what's weird here in this is that he's like, he doesn't just say, I want to protect her because I lost her once. I can't lose her again. He says, she's going to be queen someday. And he's, and I'm like, okay, what does that have to do with the other thing? Like, yeah, there's no yeah. connective tissue there. And like, that becomes almost more of the mom's thing later where she like talks about what it means to be a queen because you know she's the queen. But it's weirdly brought up in the scene first. But yeah, then we cut back to them just kind of exploring the outlying over the wall of Corona. And I think we have another song like... Is this like the wind in my hair? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is which is a better song than the first one. I like this song. Exploring Corona, it actually looks it actually looks like beautiful, and they're having fun. But then you know something is looming, and it's Cassandra's evil plan. Yeah, Cassandra, because Cassandra says, "Here's what I wanted to show you," and I was like, "Of literally crumbling bridge," which is a crumbling. No, no, it's not a bridge. The crumbling bridge is how they get. To where yeah, get past but did you it. not see that crumbling bridge? Why the fuck did they get on that crumbling bridge? Yeah, it was crumbling. Bad move. Bad the move. horses can't even get on the crumbling. No, bridge. they're too heavy. So the horses are too heavy, so they have to leave Max. And I was like, this is Cassandra's going to kill this girl here. They now have to go alone on foot. So in my mind, Rapunzel is now alone with this woman who is clearly the villain. Mm-hmm. And they go to a seaside cliff, like where Voldemort's Horcrux locket is stolen. Like it's, it's first of all shot in pitch black darkness. Yeah, like, yeah. It is a very. Well, it's dark, not shot anything. It's animated. I mean, I'm saying it's animated very dark. It is the middle of the night they're on a it looks like the cave by the sea in harry potter like it is dark as fuck and then there there is a jutted out rock with like fucking spikes coming out of it and i was like so she's gonna push rapunzel to her death no that's not what i thought what i thought was that because i immediately recognized what this was this is where the flower came from in the original tangled in the original tangled and they call out that this is where it is and then there's like this weird like emma said like spikes and a weird pedestal and i was like did she like bring her here like to resurrect Mother Gothel? Because that's what um, I thought was kind of was gonna happen. But uh, no, yeah, there's this weird pedestal and all these spikes on the cliff. And Cassandra's like, this is where they found the flower that saved your mom's life and gave you the golden hair. Because when she would, because you know, she and was these spikes with you. popped up. And like she takes a sword because you know she has a ton of swords and like pulls one out and slams it against the spike. And she literally like, uses the swords like tissues because yeah, she has so many. It's like it's indestructible which is crazy, but this is what I wanted to show you. You know, the princess. I wanted to show you this very dangerous the spot. I didn't want to show you- a crumbling bridge. I didn't want to show you something amazing and beautiful. I wanted to show you this. And so Rapunzel's like, huh, okay, crazy. And she goes up and- And touches it. And touches the pedestal. And there's a big flash of light. She reels back and Cassandra's immediately like, oh God, this is bad. And uh, she's like- But I thought like, this was Cassandra's plan the whole time. Uh, so did I. But she's like, are you okay? And then what- is happened blonde to Rapunzel. She has on. a streak, streak of blonde, and it just glowing starts, blonde hair. And they like, and like, so. And all, I said in my mind, what in the literal fuck is this new mythology? I, I, I was like, I am already lost in the sauce. All of her hair comes back. It starts they, going they, blonde because they have to run from spikes. Spikes new, are coming from everywhere. New spikes are popping up everywhere, threatening them. So they have to keep running. And as they're running, all of Rapunzel's long yes. blonde hair goes back. And you know what? I like that it's back. I do Sue too. Me. She because, looks better as a blonde, guys. And also, the animation, it looks great in this I Also, style. like, I get why they did this. It's incredibly dumb, but I understand why they brought her hair back because, like, as you, you kind of see in the 
finale. It's like, yeah, if you're going to make a series of Flynn Rider and Rapunzel, like, the hair is her superpower. Yeah. It is what her we- it is her weapon besides the frying pan. Like, mm-hmm. it is, that is her power as, like, a, you know, go- person she going on adventures. It, she uses it as, like, a whip. It's yeah, a, it's, it's a heels. It's, it's, that's, so I understand why should they needed the hair back. And, like, I will say, obviously, that the fact the hair heals people is legitimately a superpower, but the thing she does with the hair borders on super heroic. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, where she's literally using it like a lasso. Yeah, it's and, like a lasso. Like, and, and yeah, but uh, there actually is a great shot while they're running of her jumping past the moon with the full hair. And I was like, damn, that's a good, good that's, shot. That's a good shot, baby. But they now have to get over this crumbling bridge as the spikes are chasing them. And like, it's a very harrowing scene where like, they all, all almost die at least three times. Mm-hmm. There's so much someone falling and then getting, grabbing onto the hair and then grabbing onto Max. Max really saves the day. Max, oh yeah, Max, I was going to say, doesn't really almost die. Max becomes the hero because, so Rapunzel's hair gets snagged on like a jutted rock or something. And she's just like pulling it, but also the bridge is crumbling. So it's, it's she's getting pulled down with her hair. And the Cassandra goes it must have hurt like fucking hell yeah and then cassandra goes and tries and like cuts it but her other sword because again she has like seven swords uh her sword breaks on it and she's like i can't cut her and hair then, and then she runs to try and loosen it but she can't get far enough and then runs but she actually comes off as kind of useless and then max is just like well i guess i gotta be the goddamn best again and he like even runs, though my weight can't even support yeah the bridge cannot can't support, support my weight. weight so he runs down the bridge and like uses and like kicks off the rock that's holding her down and then runs all the way back and then he like they're launches on, through the air yeah, they're on one thing and it starts to fall to the side and then he uses the remains of the bridge as a ramp and so they jump off the thing that's falling onto him but like just rapunzel lands on him cassandra catches her hair the hair but then lands on the cliff and the other horse has to come the horses are more confident that, than cassandra that, 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 literally cassandra becomes straight up useless okay so then they go back to the palace and mm-hmm. they get into the room and rapunzel is freaking out because she has her hair back and like how is she gonna fucking explain the thirty thousand feet of hair she now has and so they start trying to hide it everywhere they're like shoving it into closets and flynn is outside trying to get in right well the first thing that happens and this is what made me laugh is they're like how are we gonna get you back in your room because it's the day now so the guards are oh, everywhere. Oh, she sees the tower. She sees the tower. And so they cl- they use the uh, hair to climb up. But then uh, they have Max go and dismiss the guards. And they're like, oh, sorry, sir. And I was like, oh, yeah, the horse is in <laughs> charge. He's um, literally the supervisor. Yeah. And uh, it's just funny to see humans call a horse, sir. So, yeah, they get back in the room. And they try cutting the hair. It doesn't work. And, yeah, Flynn is, like, freaking out. He's like, where have you been all night? Like, I'm knocking at the door. They try and hide the hair. And, just br- and there's also a weird moment. But it's like they do it very comically. Like at one point, like they're shoving it in closets as Flynn's knocking the door. And then like at one point, like as Flynn walks in, there's like a woven boho planter that they have hanging from. The, it's <laughs> yeah. made out of hair. There's people planted it, and I was like, "That's very chic." Very yeah, yeah, that was, yeah, that was good. But also, there's another weird moment where she's like, "Oh my gosh, Flynn's coming!" Our Eugene and villain she, moment. A villain moment, and she's like, "You can't tell him that we left the castle," and she's like, "What?" And he's and she she goes if they find out I'm gonna get fired I'm gonna lose lady in waiting status it's gonna be a whole thing yeah and I was like yeah probably because your dude your dad got fired for this horse and now your money is in trouble like <laughs> yeah you're but, in money trouble but Rapunzel's like I don't want to lie to Eugene you know I love him like I I don't need to hide anything from him. I trust him and then Cassandra goes yeah well I don't why does no one trust slash care about Flint she's Rider? like oh, yeah I don't trust him and I'm like why 
why? What has he done to this point to prove to not earn your trust? Exactly. And then like she like they have this moment where they like hold hands and are like, okay, we won't tell him. But then he just bursts in the door and sees the hair every anyway. But I think she was saying we're not gonna tell him how this happened. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I think there's no way feasibly like he literally sees them. Cassandra has an arm full of hair. There's like a hanging boho plant. Right. Like it's a gag. And he's like, what the fuck happened? Oh, he has like a great meltdown here where he's mm-hmm. like, he's like your hair, it's back. I don't know. He's like, don't tell me. I mean, or you could tell me. You don't have to tell me. It's fine. Don't tell me. But like, what happened to your hair? And yeah. like, she is like, she won't tell him basically how it came back, which is like really fucked up because he obviously is a very loyal boyfriend. And there's... And you don't hide things from people who you love. And, so, and she's just like, but he still is sending and understanding. Yes. Like, if you don't have to tell me, if you don't want to, blah, 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 blah. It's fine if you don't want to tell me. But then like the king shows up or like there's a mom shows up it's the mom and he he there's an amazing gag where he goes you don't have to hide you shouldn't have to hide anything about yourself and then like there's like a knock and it's the mom and he goes hide your hair right <laughs> yeah, he's like hide everything um because flynn knows he's like it's gonna be my fault if this is discovered exactly and there's also a stupid stupid scene that happens before he shows up that we forgot where they try to keep cutting her hair. With, oh, it's so long. It, it goes, goes on, on for way so long where they try long. scissors. And then Cassandra, again, pulls out like 17 swords and axes and just tries and like knives and just keeps cutting them. And I was like, no, why do you have all this weaponry? And I thought You're a here, lady in waiting. And I thought here to myself, it was like, wow, I can't wait to see how they're going to explain why the hair can't be cut this time. Watch the show. And... And... So the mom's like, hey, can you join us out for brunch on the, the terrace? T- the terrace. Your uh, dad wants to talk to you about something. And she's like, uh, you know, I'm kind of busy getting ready. You know, I don't have time. She's like, please, it's really important. She's like, okay, fine. I'll be out in a second. And they're like, what is your plan with this one, girl? Because, yeah, like, we can't yeah. do this. What's weird to me here about this is, like, you could feasibly just say, I don't know, my hair just grew back. Like, you know, magic. It's magic. Like, I don't have to explain it. But you could get away But they with- call back to the Marie Antoinette wig gag they do. from earlier. Where, like, she's like, I've got a plan. And they hide all of her hair in a massive bouffant, bouffant Marie, Antoinette, Marie wig. Antoinette wig. And so it's, like, uh, it's always, like, top-heavy. Like, it's constantly, and like, so tipping over. She's, like, toddling around at brunch. And the parents, like, kind of know something's up. What is even the point of the brunch scene besides that gag with the wig? I don't um, think anything. It's the, well, it's the dad. Saying he's going to give her more freedom a little bit more or try to be better. Yeah, it's just the dad bearing his soul to the daughter being, like, listen, I know I'm a little bit of a hard ass but like here's my reasoning why you know i lost you once you're gonna be queen someday like yeah. I, 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 I just care about you so much that i don't want to see you hurt and i understand that you don't agree with me but i just hope you can kind of see it from my point of view and she you can tell she appreciates it even if she still doesn't really agree with him and then she just kind of like runs away because her wig is starting to fail yeah. or whatever um and then it's and getting then, too heavy her head yes. can't support the weight and then flynn cassandra have a scene while she's at brunch where cassandra just straight up says to his face that she doesn't like him. Yes, yes. Where he's like, listen, you don't have to tell me what happened because Rapunzel, I know, doesn't want to say, so I'm not going to ask you. And she's like, good, because I wasn't going to tell you. And he's like, look, I know you don't like me for Rapunzel. And she has a great line, which is- I don't like you for anyone. I don't like you for anybody. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Baz barbs are good. Yeah, good line. But- Rapunzel's in her room and her mom brings her the journal, no? Yes. We see villains. Yeah, there's there's also an important thing, because this will come back later- is we see all the bad guys who were talking to Pocket earlier start committing very obvious crimes that they're going to get arrested for. Yes. Like they're st- robbing banks in broad daylight and then getting arrested. And then like, they're all thrown in the 
the the cat the, the clink the clink which is in the castle, in the castle. which seems like a big security flaw I, to me. Well, as we find, we'll find out. Yes, because it is. yeah, because in the movie, Flynn gets put in jail, and it's on the other the side, side of the city. Like he has to. No, it's in the castle. Oh, is it? I thought he. Oh no, he doesn't run to the castle. He runs to the tower. I'm yeah. Wrong. Um. But yeah, so she's sitting in her room with her giant bouffant wig, kind of bummed about what her dad said, because she's you know conflicted. Where she's like, I I I get where my dad's coming from, but also like I just feel. A different way and the mom is walks in and is like hey rapunzel um i'm get ready for me to change your entire view of my character get ready for me to have a character Good, yeah also that and she just walks in and gives her a journal that's like full of mo- adventures the mom used to be an explorer i guess and has a book full of like logging all the stuff like she, she did. was like a missionary not an explorer or something she was like volunteering to help people over the world or something and before she met her your dad and like i do like this was also a bunch of fake country names that sounded great do you remember that no they should they kept making up country names but she's it basically the tldr is the mom gives her a journal about all of her adventures all over the world and mm-hmm. stuff and kind of says like before i met your dad i did all this so i was helping people and like um, i was a bad bitch i was just a bad bitch and then she gives rapunzel a bl- blank journal and i was like yes. you should still make your own memories and i was like you know what these parents are nice and it g- gave me that decom thing i'm like stop being mean to your parents people yeah, like, but, my, but my problem with this is that it's like, it feels really lazy to just be like, oh, well, I know your dad is super uptight, but I'm the cool, fun mom who wants you to get out there. Yeah, she's like, get out there. But I'm like, she can't yeah, get she out can't there. Yeah, she can't get out there. Like, the dad, like, dad's still, talk to the dad then. Yeah, talk to, like, you guys are diametrically opposed on this. Like, they're on opposite ends of the spectrum. Yeah, it's like, she's, like get, she's like, get out there. And the dad's like, stay in here. And I'm like, well, you guys got to come to a middle ground. Yeah, you guys got to talk about this. You can't just go to the child because you're leaving. Is this why they speak French to each other? Well, they don't speak French, but the mom in the back of the journal, there's a French phrase, which I'm not going to attempt because I don't know any French, but it essentially means there is more in you, which, yeah, as we've got kind of our touch on, it's insane that French exists in this yes, universe. Yes. Well, none of the country names are real. French is a French, language. Yeah, now we're keeping that one, which I like, but also the fact that it's in a different language doesn't add anything. Just write that in the language you speak and it would would be the same message so yeah they have this really touching emotional moment that feels really cheap because the mom hasn't talked for 90 percent of this film yeah and i'm like great glad you showed up here and now it's coronation time this is where shit goes off the rails for me personally guys yeah this is because i paused it to go get more almonds (laughs) (laughs) that's not where i thought you were going with that no no because I paused it to go get some more of my Trader Joe's um, Marcona almonds. Not sponsored by Trader, sponsored by Trader Joe's. Um, you know, you might not be sponsored by them. They're paying me. Lucky. And so I went to get more almonds. And I saw that there was like five minutes left in the movie. Yeah. And I was like, they have so much to cover. Yeah. And how are they possibly going to do this? Guys, spoiler alert. They, they don't, don't watch do the show, bitch. Like what? Um... So, yeah, she walks down the uh, aisle of the church or wherever they are. In the wig, tottering, teetering. She's also finally wearing shoes. Finally. Um, So she's tottering and teetering because of the shoes, but also because this wig has got 45 pounds of hair um, up in top of her head. So then she is about to get the crown put on her head. While the ceremonies are going on, we see... The Duchess with the big other bouffant wig. So we walk saw away. for five seconds. And she has a fan with maps on it. I was like, are you I, are you Lady Kane? Yes, and, I wrote down this bitch is Lady Kane. And she walks up to where the guards are keeping all the prisoners they captured for doing crimes. And uh, she's like, oh, I got lost. Can you show me where the coronation is? And they're like, yeah, I'll help you. And then she just kicks them in the face a bunch of times and uh, releases all the prisoners. And then they like put on the guards uniforms 
and stuff. And like, yeah, so then we see she takes the wig off and she loves the makeup on, but like she has like brown hair, not black hair. Like I kind of seemed like she did in that dark first scene. And so then Rapunzel is about to get the crown put on her head and who comes forth but, I will know, just the guards coming at first, and Cassandra notices something is up. The guards are all these fucking rapscallions. They're yes. not the normal guards. They're right. like, they're Igor, but pocket, pocket, or whatever, and like all the, the criminals are in guard uniforms, right. and they're basically blocking everyone into the coronation room. Right, and Cassandra notices something's up and tells Pascal to go get Max. And she like kind of looks at Flynn, and is like, Cassandra and Flynn kind of have to come together here and have a knowing look. Does not tell her to go get her father, the captain no, of the guard, because the horse is in charge. Because the dead was fired for the horse. <laughs> for the horse. Um, but then, like, the the Duchess just kind of steps forward and is like, hey, everybody shut up. I'm in charge now. And something I like, which I assume maybe is touched on more in the show, is that Flynn immediately hears the voice and just like, ah, oh, frick, Lady Kane. I was a criminal. I know who that is. Um, and so she steps out and, hmm, to describe Lady Kane's appearance... <laughs> So sexy pirate? Lady, I was gonna say sexy lesbian pirate, yeah, right? That, I don't I don't mean that in a stereotyping way, but she has very, very strong sapphic energy. Yes. <laughs> yes, right? She's got an awesome skull and rose tattoo, and she's got a hair with the streak in it, and she's wearing like a, a tube top with like it's I'm not if anything like honestly I love the representation if I'm being honest but I mean come on right right you get what I'm saying she's a lesbian I, yeah. icon honestly <laughs> she's wielding a sword with only the touch of a lesbian uh, <laughs> can, yes, can provide. Yes. but so she steps forward and is just like hey guess what I've kidnapped all of you it was really <laughs> easy I did it with like 10 I did it with like five people but here's my entire villain motivation and guys this is the stupidest thing I've ever heard her motivation is she, well she goes up to Rapunzel and says this is your fault and I was like, what? How is that possible? And she said, so here's the deal. When you got kidnapped, your dad made like really cracked down on crime in the kingdom and he locked up my father who was a criminal. And so I want revenge. So I'm kidnapping your whole family and all the royals and everyone who showed up for the crown. And I was like, that's your motivation is you're mad that your dad went to jail because he was a criminal. Number one. Number two, you're mad at Rapunzel forgetting yeah, kidnapped yeah, yes yes she was literally a baby also how old does that make lady kane that like because she looks like emma's saying the parents look really young lady kane looks maybe a year or two older than rapunzel oh oh she is rapunzel's age rapunzel's no? 18 but she, but how could she be complaining about her dad I, getting put in jail when it's she the was weakest villain motivation ever. As we said, Cassandra's father being passed over head of the guard yeah, by, by a horse, horse is a much a better horse. motivation. Way better. But that's literally her thing. She's like, yeah, you put my dad in jail for being a criminal. He was. Don't get me wrong. I mean, he was a criminal. Also, it's your fault for getting kidnapped yeah, yeah, uh, by yeah. a crazy witch. Yeah, like, that's yeah. that's on you. That's on you. Uh, so I'm kidnapping everyone you know and love. So she starts slow. Okay, first of all, my big problem with this this ending is that it moves so slowly. Like, it is, it is incredibly slow moving. Not in the plot sense, because this is all dumped on in five seconds, mm -hmm. everyone is moving so slowly. Like, yeah. she's like, get in the wagon. And the dad, like, slowly ambles into the wagon. Mm -hmm. Like, there's no rush there's... In, this, in anyone's motion here. And so the dad's, like, shoved in the wagon. And then 
he's like, Rapunzel, stay out here. Like, don't do anything. Yeah, and, and I was also like, like, what is Rapunzel gonna do? Like, use what? her fucking hair. Yeah, but but like also like she does. I was kind of. Did I, you not see? They also it's a pie cart. And did you not see the pot frying? I saw that the second it. Oh ran, no! Once, they, once they show the frying pan, I was like, oh, there we oh. go. There we go. No, no problem. As we learned in Tangled, no problem cannot be solved with the frying pan. But I had forgotten that her hair, as we said, she can use it for super heroic feats of lassoing and swing kicking and stuff like that. But like, yeah, but like I'm saying, everybody is very chill about everything at first. And then like the dad's like, don't do anything. But then she takes off the wig and she's like, got my hair back. Take bitches. out my hair back, bitches. She does a little Garnier commercial flip. Yeah. And also she kicks her shoes off and is like, yeah, I don't need these things anymore. Lady Kate is also like, okay, this doesn't, this doesn't change anything, yeah, right? Like you, you have long hair. Like, I don't know what you want. And then Rapunzel just whips her hair around the door of the cart they're loading everybody up on and just rips Rips the door off off its hinges with, again, super heroic strength. That's why she uses it in Tangled, though, too. She's a superhero. Yeah, she's a superhero. Um, so then, like, she, you know, a big fight breaks out. They very slowly exit the cart. Very yeah, slowly. No she one's... has a full conversation yes, with her father. She does. There is no, and anyone could have stopped any part of that, but no one does. Then, uh. Flynn bashes two guards together, hops over them, grabs a sword, and like, now be in this, Flynn and Rapunzel getting the Yes, back. but also, he does, I was confused, because I was like, well, what is Flynn gonna do with that sword? You know what he needs. And, and then, eventually, like, he does some fighting, and he loses the sword, but as Emma said, there there's a frying pan conveniently hanging on the cart, and he, uh, like, I think Rapunzel whips it to him at one point, and he's just like, oh, no, here we go. he whips it to him, and then he says the line from the movie, which is, thanks, Blondie. And I was like, oh, that's made my heart sore. I loved that. Um, oh, yeah, also, Cassandra picks up, like, a candlestick and uses She's it like, like a, a quarter fucking staff. coat rack and is using it like a war staff. Okay, yeah, and this I was bitch like, is not so, to be trifled with. No, that is true. This is what I will say. This is what I was touching on in the beginning. I think the animation style really works from a character design standpoint, yeah. but it doesn't convey action well. No. Everyone seems so stilted and slow moving. They're so slow moving. And like, it just doesn't, like they're, like it just. I literally wrote that. I was like, why does this fight move so slowly? Like, it, like watching like them like come at each other with swords feels so slow. Yes. Rapunzel's swinging feels so slow. Like it's all slow. It's, it doesn't work as well. Also the parents just stand there as Rapunzel and Flynn are like kicking ass and taking names. Like there's a lot of standing around for an action scene which bothers me yeah the parents are not doing anything which is crazy like like the mom is apparently a world traveling the dad's badass. a fucking brick house the also. Dad, he's a huge guy he's a large you man you can't get in the mix yeah also and then cassandra 1v1s lady kane yeah. like, like the, the rapunzel and flynn handle are handling like, random the, guys. The criminals cassandra handles lady kane like no problem she like pins her under the candlestick and all that stuff and then there's a battering and love a good battering love a good battering maximus has ordered a battering ram on the door how because he's a horse i don't, I don't know, know. But there actually isn't a great joke that I think is the best joke in the movie, which is, so they're kicking ass, taking names. Cassandra, like, pins Lady Kane, but then she breaks free of it, and she's like, all right, the day is lost. This hasn't gone on wanted. Then she, like, runs to the door to remove the, like, the axe or whatever they've stuck in there. And she goes to pull it out, and she's like, you haven't seen the last of me. I'm gonna get away. And she pulls the axe out, and then at that moment, the whole breaks the door down, and she just gets pinned under the door. And I was she's like, also dead. just kill her? <laughs> yeah, she's absolutely dead. There's a horse and just fell out of the door. And you know what? That's you get promoted to head of the guard. That is you true. You gotta kill people. That is- <laughs> you gotta just absolutely murder ball people. In the middle of um, a coronation. Yeah, but no, she's fine. She just gets arrested. 
And they, well, they, they all get arrested and everyone's like, woo, Rapunzel rules now. We all thought she was kind of weird because she didn't know how to be a princess, but now we like yes, her. Yes, but she does know how to be a fucking superhero. Yes. And then they have like a moment with the, the king and Rapunzel, mm-hmm. which is like very dark and heavy where he talks yeah. about like, when you were stolen, a part of me died. And I was like, Jesus Christ. And I'm like, this is very dark. And then I said, Jesus, how are they going to wrap this up in three minutes? We still don't know why her hair came back. I was no, still no. very, very optimistic that I was going to get some answers. No. No, we don't get answers. Um, yeah, he's, he gives this whole speech, and he's like, when I thought, when I saw what happened today, like, I was so scared. And I will give them credit. They kind of, you kind of think they're going to go like, but I saw that you can protect yourself, and I realized I was wrong. He goes, oh, no, I am exercising my right as king. Martial law. Martial I law, am- baby. You are stuck in this castle until I am dead in the ground. You are trapped in this castle. That was a crazy twist. Crazy twist. He becomes basically like a villain. And not really, but like, again, just so diametrically opposed to what his daughter and his wife apparently want. I don't know. Well, do the wife and him not talk? Are they like sleeping in separate bedrooms? I didn't think so based on how hot and young they both are. No, they we fucking. saw their bedroom. They had a... They're like they're fucking... <laughs> <laughs> um, but so, like, yeah, he has this weird dark turn where he puts on his crown and is like, you were here forever now. And then, so she runs up to her room and Flynn comes in and is like, hey, pretty crazy day, huh? I figured, you know, maybe you want to talk about it, all that stuff. And she's just like, oh, this is why I love you, by the way, you know. And he's like, you know, I never got to apologize to you. He brings her a cupcake. He does bring her a cupcake. In the beginning, good callback. And uh, and he's like, I realized I said this to the frog that is Pascal, um, who's not a frog, it's an iguana, or nope, a chameleon. And he's like, I just want to apologize for putting you on the spot with the whole proposal thing. And she's like, oh no, any other time I probably would have said yes, I of course want to marry you, but just like, right now, I'm just not in a place where I'm comfortable doing that. And he's like, don't worry, I'm just happy to be with you. I'll. And she says... I think this is where she asked him, be patient with me. And he's like, absolutely. Yeah. Not even a question. Great. I simply, but really, do you need money? But uh, this also didn't really resolve their issues. No. Like, are you going to get married? Because they're going to be resolved in the show, oh, Emma. Oh, my God. He leaves, and she goes and stands out on her balcony and sings a reprise of the Hair in My Wind song, which, like I said, there's two songs, and three songs, and one of them is a reprise of the second one. And... That's that's the end of the movie. That's everything that happens. And I, in the movie. my yeah, literally movie. ending notes were that um, I was like, it's gonna lead. It, oh fuck, it's just leading into the fucking TV show. And I said, this is BS. Yeah, it's I it's uh, it's not a standalone work. It's not satisfying. Which I, I I liked it. I had fun. I laughed. I enjoyed myself. But it is not a standalone work. Oh, the last note I had, which I do I do think is worth bringing up, is that there the scene with Cassandra and Flynn earlier. He's like, I just don't get why she's like suddenly being so weird around me. All I want to do is be with her in this castle. And Forever. Then and then Cassandra goes, well, it's very, I'm glad to see it's very clear what you want. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, damn. You think about what she but wanted. But then that's also not the conversation they have at the end about like what she wants. Um, and if anything, I think that's an argument applied more to the dad that he's like, that it's like, oh, you know what you want, but you're not considering what your daughter wants. Like, ugh, heartbreak. But yeah, that's the end of the movie. I guess watch Tangle the Series if any if of that you sounds... Want any, if you want any answers. If you want any, found any of that interesting enough. I personally, there's way too much for me I to watch. I don't have time for this. I'm sure it's good. It's just not for me. Um, but like, this is a hard movie to rate for me. I know. Um, also, there's, I don't, I didn't look, but I doubt there's a tagline. Like, cause it's weird, right? Is I think that it's fine for what it is, but what it is, is not a Disney Channel original movie. It's not a movie. No, no, it's not. It's not a standalone film. It's what I said. What it feels like to me, and this is what I was talking about at the beginning. What it feels like to me is like when, a ba- again, back in like the 2000s when they were just making 
direct-to-video sequels to everything, and I think you're going to know what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. where they also tried to make TV shows based out of the movies, yes. like this is, but sometimes they wouldn't take off, and so they would make three episodes as like a test of that, and then they were like, this doesn't work as a show, but release that as a sequel. Yeah, yeah. And so that's how we got like Atlantis 2, Milo's Journey, mm-hmm. Tarzan and Jane, which I think they actually did get a TV show out of that one. Uh, yeah, there But was it's just one. like, it's just three little vignettes that they just connect together with some narrative, which isn't this. I'm not saying it's like that, but it felt like that where it's like, this feel, this story feels like nothing, it, like unimportance. I'm done uh, talking about it, to be quite honest. I'm disappointed. I wanted answers. Don't introduce new mythology and not give me answers. I mean, they do give you answers, but you got to watch the whole ass I'm show not doing for that. it. I just would have liked a standalone adventure that kicks off the show instead of just being all set up yes, for it. Yes, like we said in the beginning. So what would you rate it? I would rate it a five. Really? I, I think I'm going to go a four just because... I'm going to rate it a five because I, while I, I enjoyed it, I enjoyed it's, it, myself. It's good. But then I, and I liked it and I laughed and I loved, but like also... I didn't get it's a satisfying not... <laughs> ending to what I was thinking. And also that Cassandra mindfuck. I'm giving it a five. Yeah, I'm going to go four just because I think I was a little little worse on it. It's not a movie by yeah. any means of the imagination. And yeah, the Cassandra thing really pissed me off. So yeah, four or five works for me. There's no tagline. I did look it up while we were talking. So I guess all that leaves is what movie we're going to watch next month. So if you've been around with us, you know that we've covered all the Halloween Town movies in the past. But we're done with those now. And so that kind of left the question of what are we going to do? Because it's going to throw off kind of the picking thing. If I just pick, it's going to throw off our pattern. So what we decided to do is we decided to let a third party choose our Halloween movie. Because also, I don't know if you noticed, there are like so many goddamn Disney Channel Halloween movies. Um, So we thought maybe we would like, I don't know, ask you guys on Twitter or something. Oh, hang on a second. Yeah? Oh. Uh, thanks. Weird, I got some kind of FedEx package. Ugh. Oh, it says it's from Dylan. Our friend Dylan, who's on the show sometimes. Uh, it looks like it's a pair of movie tickets, which is weird because movie theaters aren't open right now, um, and a letter. And it says, hey, idiots. Definitely Dylan. I heard you need a movie for October, and since I didn't get to be on in the summer like I usually am, I'm making you do Phantom of the Megaplex. <laughs> This is not a joke. He, this is, this is Dylan's will that he made manifest. He, I've talked to him multiple times that this is happening. So join us in October where Dylan will be joining us in October. And we're going to be watching Phantom of the Megaplus, which is one of his favorite Disney Channel original movies. We've talked about it many a time. And I believe it's a favorite of yours as well. I think it's probably up there in like my top three or maybe five favorite DCOMs. I love this movie. I am so effing jazzed it is for Halloween. It is one of my all-time faves. Awesome. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I've seen it like once a long time ago. I don't remember that much about it. I, the only thing I remember about it is Mickey Rooney's in it, which will be interesting. <laughs> but yeah, I think that'll do it for us. Emma, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me at Emma Stone Tyler on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at wildfire underscore king. You can find my Patreon at patreon.com slash Tyler. Thank you so much to everybody who's supporting me on there. Uh, you, but most importantly, you can find us on Twitter at dcomedypodcast. You can give us a follow there to become a loyal dcomrade. And the best way to become a loyal dcomrade as well is, is to rate and review on iTunes and Google rate Play and Music. Rate review us, please. Wherever you can rate us. It really helps us out. To, and it's really cool to hear all the nice things you people have to say. So we appreciate when you do that. Um, and also, you should check out all the great podcasts on audioentropy.com. There's a ton of shows there. There's going to be one you like. 
Um, but yeah, that'll do it for us, everybody. Join us in October where we get spooky with Phantom of the Megaplex. But for now, I hope you all have a happily ever after. DCOMs forever. Bye-bye. Bye. I present the Duchess of Quintonia. Wow. Can I just say I love your hair? I used to have really long hair, too, but... This is a hand-woven coiffure, weft from the finest silk and vacuna fabrics. It designates high social status. You think you'd know that. Uh, still, <laughs> nice to meet you. Sadly, not nice enough to wear shoes, I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> really? Mm -hmm.